am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Happy Friday. So today we are talking with Michelle Charles Gustafson. Michelle is a strategic marketing consultant turned certified image consultant, certified master life coach, Amazon bestselling author, and award-winning international success mentor. She's the creator of You and Style, a mentorship platform where she teaches growth-focused entrepreneurs, professionals, and community builders how to transform their self-belief and personal brand presentation into a superpower. Through her books, transformational programs, online communities, and learning resources, Michelle's highest aim is to help individuals activate their greatest potential, make their mark, and live a blissful, purpose-filled life. So good. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Sarah Jane. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy to be here. I am so happy to have you. Um, so we are talking all things just like stepping into your confidence today. 100%. Yes. Can you tell us a little bit about your background and how this became an area of interest? You know, I think when something becomes a calling, you can look back in your history and see it running towards you. And mm -hmm. what I do as an image consultant, I mean, that's it feels like an old title at this point, personal brand strategy is an old title. But what I really, how I describe myself is a confidence activator. And the reason why I describe it like that is because... I help people change how they see themselves, which is then how they do their lives. And all through my backdrop, it's been that. I've helped people see the greatness that is in them, whether it was helping them market their business, whether it was um, helping them take care of their skin or helping them get dressed every day. And what starts to happen is your history layers on each other and becomes what you're being prepared for next. And so all of my background in, in uh, knowing how to help people see what makes them unique and use it to help themselves and others is why I call myself a confidence activator as opposed mm -hmm. to just, you know, like I, I would say, you know, I'm not the typical – people always want to call me a stylist. I'm like, well, while I do help people understand what to wear, it's for an entirely different purpose than just putting clothes on. And yeah. so and so being able to help them activate what is really their superpower, what is inside them, which needs to stand out because it'll help others and the world and the whole thing, that ripple effect is is all I'm really interested in doing and it's exciting to watch people change and I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> mm, yeah. Well, and I think sometimes we think and I I'm I do this sometimes. I'll be like, okay, I need to just think my way to confidence. Mm. But oftentimes it is that like you take action or you take steps outside of yourself and they that bleeds into your confidence. It's a hundred percent. I I always say that confidence comes from finishing, not from doing, mm. but from finishing. You have to finish something. And then what you do is you look at it and you go, now, what did I learn here? What do I know now here? And the finish is not about, you know, subjective about win, loss, whatever. Nah, nah, nah. That doesn't matter. When you finish, however it was, is has taught you something. And that's where you get, that's where you get the seed of confidence, that self-assuredness, because you learn something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think like what, for those at home who are like, okay, great, cool. I have never finished a thing in my life. Mm -hmm. um, what, where do they start? You know, how do you, how do they jump into that? To well, get some of that goodness. 
Yeah, you know, I feel like confidence is one of those words that is, uh, it's like an enigma, right? It's like some kind of secret veil. Confidence, everybody knows they have to have it, everybody wants it, but how do you really get it? And I always share that it comes from looking at yourself and seeing yourself differently. Because if you believe that, you know, you haven't finished anything, that's actually not true. It's just not true. If you've lived, if you're on the planet and breathing, you have finished things. Now, Mm -hmm. we like to bring judgment in about whether the finish was good or bad, whether it was up or down. That's a whole different story. But when we look at the points in our lives that will show us where we we can activate ourselves for greater confidence, we look at the times in our life that have changed. Change is the catalyst to new confidence. You look at the change and after a change comes a transition. And that's the spot where you start to make new decisions. It starts to be where you start to finish something in a different way. And if you look back in your life, you will have had times that change happened. Grief, Mm. loss, frustration, aimlessness, anxiety, confusion, overwhelm. Those are all signals that something has changed. Mm. The next step is self-discovery. What does that change mean to me? What have I learned from the change? There is always an opportunity to see something new in yourself after the change if you're looking for it. And the thing that I I share um, in my book is that the thing that you're needing to look for is what is my compass after this change? Where are my values? What are my virtues? What are the things I'm what are the things about me that is either illuminated or I need to look at inside myself? after this change. It will guide you towards a finish that feels more aligned. And and that's it's not that you grab confidence, it's that you have a process to go through that leads you there. Like Gosh. people people talk about confidence like it's the I'm just going to go up to the shelf and take it off the shelf. That's not what happens. You need a process that walks you that you're always constantly walking there, walking, walking, walking. And even when you get it, um, another change will happen. Another transition will happen. And then you start again. It's a journey. Yeah. And I know like those of them have been here listening for a while, like we had this conversation. So like primed and ready for this goodness mm-hmm. um, of like, yeah, it is. It's it's a journey that we're on. It's a relationship that we're forming. And I know you talk in your book about confidence as self-love in action. Yes. Can we go into that a little bit? Okay, guys. <laughs> Um, you know, when I say confidence is is self-love and action, it really goes back to the doing, right? The finishing, the finishing. Self-love is about honoring the parts of yourself that make you you, okay? Mm -hmm. And one of the first things I always do when I have new clients is we look at and we ask the questions that allow you to uncover yourself. And you know what? Again, if you're if you're an adult, when was the last time you go back to grade five health class and you ask yourself how you feel about things? What are the things that make you great? What are your gifts? What are your talents? What is what is the outcome you're here to achieve? And many, many women will not know the answer to those questions. What they'll know are the answers to the roles they play in their lives. The roles. I'm a mom, I'm a business lady. I'm a sister, I'm a grandma, I'm a, and and women we we 
speak to ourselves about the roles we play, but not who we are. And what happens when you dive into the the who, um, you uncover how you do all of those roles. And when you do that, you finish those roles in different ways. When you get intentional about finishing those roles as who you are, that's where the self-love blossoms. And that's where the confidence blossoms because you're fully in yourself. You're fully aligned. You're feeling powerful. And then that self-love blossoms. And then all of a sudden they go, oh, wait, I have confidence to finish the next thing because I'm going to be my exact self in doing it. Mm-hmm. So it, it is all about that first level of self-discovery, renewing the self-love, renewing how you see yourself, seeing yourself differently, and then energizing it with what you do in life. Oh, so good. And I think something that I've been thinking a lot about lately too is how even our Enneagram type is a role that we play. You know, it's like this, we've put it on as, you know, some people are like, I'm the helpful one or I'm the successful one or I'm the happy one. We put these things on and then, you know, it's really like who we are is even deeper. It's beneath that. It's kind of like who we are when we don't have to be these things. Yes, yes. And I am I love types because they will sh- like they will show you a piece of what is deeper in your confidence mm-hmm. compass. So your type, your neogram type is showing you how you're using your superpowers of your confidence compass as I call it. But that's the type is not you. It's a yeah. title. It is a reflection of what's just below the surface. And it is it is a it is a, a picture and a you know a framework. We all like frameworks because we're humans, and frameworks make the brain work easily, right? So it's a framework of really <clears throat> what is your gift, your talent, your outcome, what is important for you to be on this planet for, the purpose or the meaningful outcome you're here for. And 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 so if you can get below the role, below the title, before below the framework. Um, it actually makes it more powerful to know how to use the framework. You can sit in it and go, yeah, this is good. And it's it's funny because, you know, I know my type. And as I have grown deeper into the work in uh, confidence and image confidence and how, you know, you see yourself, um, those, those levels of weakness become very, very um, off to the side. Like you, you operate at, at healthier levels. Um, longer and more consistently when you understand what is below them, right? When you mm-hmm. understand what's, what the, the framework is laying on top of. And very quickly, you can pull yourself out of out of uh, the, the spiraling, as I call it. When change happens and transition happens and you spiral down into that unhealthy region, you can see it coming. And you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. We're not going there. I have other superpowers that are going to pull me out of this. And um, that's why, you know, I love a framework because it's, it's um, it helps you see yourself again, see yourself differently more quickly mm-hmm. and give you more resilience to bounce back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I noticed, you know, and I'm kind of, jump us back a little bit. But as we talk about self-love and talk about, you know, confidence, I haven't heard you say like, take a bubble bath or <laughs> um, put a face mask on one time. 100%. I, yeah, hundred percent. You won't hear me say that. Um, mm-hmm. I know there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of buzz about um, you know self care 
and confidence and self-love. And, and those things, those things are, they're, <laughs> obviously, you know, the hard answer is always the right answer. Those are the easy things to say, mm-hmm. and they are easy to do. But from what I know in transforming people's confidence, they are actually not the things that do it because they are, um, they are at the surface level. And anyone who really wants to know themselves, who wants to change their situation, who wants to um, actively be a participant in their lives and feel powerful about it, it is not a surface level solution. It is about taking personal responsibility to know who you are and what you have to give as an expression of your life. And a bubble bath won't tell you that, okay? (laughs) A bubble bath will not tell you that. Now, you can be in the bubble bath asking more important questions, bigger and bolder questions of yourself. You can be in the bubble bath listening to music that gets you in a space in your mind and a heart that allows you to work a process of being able to uncover your confidence. You can be in a bubble bath and be able to um, look back in your life and ponder the, the, the patterns that have gotten you to where you are and understand where the gifts and talents are. That's what the bubble bath can give you. Itself will not do it. Mm-hmm. And so what I, what I, I talk a lot about is um, actually the practice of journaling, in which case I always get the reaction from people, well, Michelle, I don't know what to write. I can't, I don't write. I don't, I can't journal. It drives me nuts. And <laughs> most of the time it's because you're taking the action just like a bubble bath and you're thinking that's the thing that gives you the confidence when that's not really what it's doing. What those things are doing is opening up a conversation with yourself as a yourself so that you can dig down those layers and renew what is happening underneath. It is a way to have a conversation with yourself. And the bubble bath can help you open that up, but it itself is not doing it. So I'm always an advocate of like getting to the root of the problem and finding the foundation as opposed to a Band-Aid. And and so, yeah, I mean, people are like, yeah, but finding confidence is hard. I'm like, well, it's not hard, but it is It is a practice and it is a discipline. And those who want to move forward um, actively love the discipline. And, mm-hmm. and while disciplines can feel uncomfortable sometimes, they're totally worth it when you get it right. It's so interesting you called bubble bath a Band-Aid. I had like literally written down on my notes as you were talking, I was like, bubble bath is a Band-Aid. Like, uh-huh. It is. It's like you're, you're like if the moments where I feel like if I don't get a bath, I'm going to freak out. Like <laughs> that is, yeah, like it is an act of self-care to take the bath. But like what we need to do is heal the reason that the bath was necessary. That's right. Like that's right. What are we doing that keeps getting us to this point? Yes. And if you're at the bath and <laughs> I love the bath, if you're at the bath point and you're freaking out because you didn't get your bath or you didn't get your nails done, or some, whatever that Band-Aid is, um, there is a reason why that anxiety, like l- look at the feeling. There's a reason why that anxiety or that frustration or that feeling of overwhelm is existing. And it's not existing because of the bath. And it won't go away because of the bath. There's more here. There's a bigger story here. And, and I understand that um, people 
a lot of times don't want to look at what the real story is <laughs> um, mm-hmm. because the real story can be painful. I mean, change and transition is generally uncomfortable because it created some sort of pain in us, whether it was grief or a loss or some sort of trauma or exhaustion or whatever it is. It's not really that awesome to feel, but, but there is always the you in those feelings. And for whatever you think you haven't accomplished, you're still here, which means there are pieces of you that have been able to survive it, to come through it, um, to nurture yourself through it. And there's there's always that flip side of the coin that is actually a superpower. And a lot of times people get hung up on the hurt as opposed to what got me through. And um, that's where actually the magic and the healing, like you said, lies, is finding who I am to got, that got me through it. Mm-hmm. We've all had them. Yeah. Well, and I think that question, like who – who I am that got me through it is so powerful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like that. It is, um, it is the start of the why you're here. And, you know, that, that question of, you know, purpose and, you know, why am I on it? Why am I on the planet? And I always say that purpose, that word really gets people bugged out a little bit because it's so big and you hear it, you know, you, go open up Instagram. And then there's like, find your purpose. And it's like, what is this huge thing I'm supposed to be finding? <laughs> like, are you kidding is, me? Where is it hidden? Where, where is, it's like the confidence like on the shelf. Can I just go pick it off the shelf, please? And then I'll be good. And, and because it's been so uh, made huge, this word purpose, people look at it and then they go, I don't know. And, and then they shut down. Right. Mm-hmm. And so the idea um, of purpose, I like to shift a little bit and 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 have people think about it's your idea of your meaningful outcome, the idea of why you're here on the planet, and it's a lot simpler than what the purpose talk would have you believe. It's it's the thing that creates happiness in your life. It's the thing that produces lasting transformations in yourself and others. It's the thing that fosters confidence, the self assuredness, and the thing that helps you find joy with yourself and others. And it's literally as simple as that. And when you can boil down that, it is the thing that ends up powering this the self-love discovery and the confidence to finish something. Because when you get those four together, um, you can try anything. Like you get courage all of a sudden. You 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 start seeing your world in a different way. The 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 lens, the old lenses come off and new ones go on. And and it just, you start to see life as teaching you something as opposed to uh, being, I don't know, a victim of it or spiraling through it. And you start to take responsibility for your own experience here, you know, um, that the world's not out to get you and that the, that the, that everything that's happening to you is something that's kind of happening for you, even if it feels difficult. Um, they're all wrapped together. Yeah. We, you know, earlier this week, we just had the conversation around releasing our excuses, like, like Mm. owning what are our circumstances and then what are our excuses? And, and that's like a touchy topic. And I think sometimes like what you mentioned, even with Vic, you know, like being, not being a victim, like people 
there's some people that are going to be triggered by that, but I think that it is, it's so important because when we let our circumstances dictate our life, we're no longer in the driver's seat. Mm -hmm. And what's, you know, like in you, like you talked about, like our meaningful outcome, when we hold that in our awareness, then you're like, we get to choose to step into that more and more and more. Yes. And the clearer it is, um, and the and the more time you spend on making it as clear as possible, what starts to happen is you stop seeing the excuses because mm-hmm. you know that you have a sense of power to make those things happen. You you get to live in the power, right? And I always say too, the um, curiosity is the seed of purpose, right? Being curious about. What is my outcome? What is my meaningful outcome? It will take you away from all the distractions, the limitations, the 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 obstacles that seem like they're happening to you. Okay? Mm-hmm. And and a lot of that that happens too is when you get a lot quiet with yourself. And I always talk about, you know, the bubble bath can help you. It can help you do that. Okay? Let's let's give the bubble bath its place. It can help you get quiet enough to hear yourself. Um I think we live in a world that is very loud um, and it's louder all the time as, uh, you know, social media is great and everything. And we, we love being connected and seeing the people and having the conversation, but there is a moment and more than a moment where we as growing humans need to be quiet with ourselves. Mm-hmm. We need to sit with ourselves and be ask ourselves at the deepest levels of our hearts what it is is right for us because the world will love to tell you what that is. They will love to tell you what is right for you, what you have to do, what you need to do, what you have to do, what is necessary for you to do. And deep down, um you got to know it for yourself, right? And so being curious and quiet and introspective about you and finding that inner balance is really where that meaningful outcome starts to emerge. And then you find it, like I said, you find yourself less distracted by the outside world and you can stay in your lane. You can drop the titles of the roles. You're just you living your life experience. And that is freeing. Um, one of the things I hear from women all the time that I mentor is like, I just want to feel free to live up to my own potential, to do my own thing, have no pressure from the outside world. Well, that happens when you are so attuned to yourself, so attuned, right? And then you start to measure your, um, how you, you know, how you do your job, what business you start, the relationships you have based on how attuned you are to yourself. What you find is that, uh, well, I'm from Northern Alberta, Canada, so we have a lot of wheat fields. And so anyone who lives in rural places with agriculture will understand this analogy is you separate the wheat from the chaff, right? Mm -hmm. Is you start, you start really inviting into your life, the things that support you and the chaff just goes to the side. And, you know, sometimes that release also is uncomfortable, but once you do it, you are so um, illuminated by how you're living, 
kind of doesn't matter anymore. And that is true freedom. And you can find optimism there. You can find happiness there. You find authenticity there. You find new bravery, new boldness. Everything you want is in yourself. And I don't mean that as an Instagram post. I mean that as truth. Mm-hmm. But it takes work to get there. It takes um, love of yourself to get there, right? Mm-hmm. And time. And time. Yeah. And I hear so much of what you're saying is like, pay attention to yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, give yourself your time. Give yourself your attention. Mm-hmm. Ask yourself good questions. Mm-hmm. Hundred uh, percent. I always say, you know, that nobody changes without asking a bigger, bolder, better question. Mm-hmm. And so, if you find yourself in in your life um, itchy, I always talk about being itchy too. If you find yourself being itchy over something, a relationship. Oh, she's calling me. Oh, I don't want to do that. Out oh, of my job, you know. If you're feeling that itchy feeling in your life, ask yourself a bigger bolder, better question. Why am I so itchy? Uh, What is it about that situation that is not aligning with my values? Because that's what it'll be. And then you got to ask yourself, but what are my values? (laughs) And if you can't answer that question, that's the root. Because you should be able to name your values like hot, 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 hot. Like as you say your name, Name the values that you live by. Most can't do it. You'll have five. It's like, you know, it's funny because um, people will be able to name their Enneagram. Like, no problem. No problem. I know my type. No problem. But they can't name the five values they live their life by. Uh, uh Uh-huh. Really? So, and, and so if anything in your life is itchy, just so your listeners are hearing me right now. um, If anything in your life is, is itchy, it's because it is against the grain of your values but what are they? That's what I mean by doing the work of going inside. Nobody can answer that for you. Nobody can. Instagram can't answer it. I can't even answer it, right? That's a piece of the self-discovery that comes before the self-love that comes before self-love and action, the confidence. Mm. Oh my God. (laughs) I... Mm-hmm. I, you know, it's a good, like, I'm like here with you and I'm like, I don't have another question prepped. Like I was just really in it. I was like absorbing it. And I was like, what are my values? <laughs> I, I te- Sarah, Sarah Jane, I tend to do this. This it's is what so happens. Good. Yeah, People are oh. lost in the MCG and that's okay oh, because it means I asked you a bigger, bolder, better question. Mm-hmm. Now what? Mm. I know. Mm. I do have a question for you, which Mm -hmm. is I get asked on a daily basis, um, and I have my answer for this, but I just think it's so powerful to hear different people answer the same question with different words. Um, What do I do when I feel like self-love or giving myself this time and attention is selfish? Mm, Okay, look. (laughs) Okay, here here we go. Look. It all comes down to intention. When somebody is saying that you are selfish or that word selfish, it relies on an intent that is malicious. Mm. Take that in. Selfishness relies on an intent that is malicious. Means trying to get over on somebody. You got something nefarious going on below the surface. 
Now think about yourself. When you want to spend time with yourself in discovery, when you want to invest in yourself, when you want to give yourself permission to be a better version of yourself, is that malicious? No. It can never be malicious to be a better version of yourself. Who are you trying to hurt by being a better version of yourself? If you, I'm a wordsy girl, I was a top debater in high school, so I can't help but bring words to what they are. And if that is the case, the word selfish cannot apply. Mm-hmm. Cannot apply. You, you, you tell me who is trying to be malicious by being a better version of themselves. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't fit. It's not, it's not a definition of the word. So I want you to erase the idea <laughs> that looking after yourself, that investing yourself, giving yourself permission, time, energy, urgent gumption, seeking support for it is selfish. You're not doing it maliciously. You're doing it so that you can live up to your potential. How is that malicious? It's not. So- I'm giving you permission right now to erase the idea that spending time in yourself is selfish. It is, it is not, um, it is not. And, you know, bigger, better question. It's like, who told you that? Where did that belief come from? Because that belief is the thing that's actually running whether you grow or not. And we all have beliefs that have come to us from our growing up, from our backdrop, from our background, and and it's in that tape. I, I talk about it to my clients all the time. It's like, what's the tape, the confidence block tape that's running? And that tape will be running that belief. Find the foundation of the tape. And unless that, if that tape can't get erased, you will always have that belief, in which case it will always run that that, that narrative that you're being selfish. It is possible to rewrite the tape, to turn it down, to turn it, turn it down, turn it off. But that takes work too. And self-discovery. You see how the thing is? You see how it is? Um, you kind of can't get away from yourself. I, I say that all the time too. You're the, the, you're the only one who's going to be with yourself forever. So you can't get away from yourself. So you might as well put the work in to have yourself be your best friend. I can mm-hmm. honestly say myself is my best friend. Yes, I'm married to an amazing husband. Yes, we've been together for a super long time. I have very good friends in my life, but I am my best friend. Mm -hmm. Can you say that? And why can't you? Bigger, better, bolder question. Mm. Um, (laughs) I am like... Just shook. I'm so mm. here. I'm so so happy that you came on. Um, do you have anything? So we're gonna jump into rapid fire. Okay. Okay. Let do me you get myself any- prepared. <laughs> <laughs> also, I got so excited to just jump into the interview, and also like a little bit 
nervous about the last name, like saying the last name wrong, um, that I just skipped over Rosebud and Thorn. So we're going to start a rapid fire with your Rosebud and Thorn. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Rose, something great. Well, I am from Northern Alberta, Canada, uh, but I work all over the world, but I live way up here. And I can tell you that it is amazing because right now it's sunny out. We've had a cold snap that got down to minus a 50 C. So for y'all in the Fahrenheit, that's minus 58 Fahrenheit. Y'all probably can't even understand that. Mm -hmm. But the cold snap was that. And now we're up to a balmy minus 4C. So it's about minus... I don't know, maybe about 28 Fahrenheit for you guys. So, mm -hmm. summer. So, so it's basically a spring day. We're in shorts. We're Canadian. We're in spring shorts. Get your tank tops out. Okay. So that's the rose. Um, <laughs> the bud, something I'm looking forward to actually with the weather, I'm super looking forward to pulling out uh, my spring wardrobe. Cause so as an image consultant, uh, but also as a confidence activator, I mix the two. And what you guys may not realize is that how you see yourself in the mirror will determine or how you feel about yourself, but also can activate a lot of the things we've talked about today. It can activate those moods, those changes. And I'm really looking forward to uh, pulling out my, um, my hue and style color palette that is brighter that reflects the spring and the intentions I'm setting for the spring. Cause you can actually do color. Well, that's a whole nother discussion um, about how, how powerful color is to activating your values, but also activating your self love because every color means something. And I need your listeners to know that. And not just like the one meaning from like the Pinterest, but multiple meanings. So anyways, I'm looking forward to that. And then thorn, you know, it's, it's, hmm. <sighs> This time of year. Uh, for me, this time of year is very emotion-filled. It's my birthday month. It's my niece's birthday who was born on my same day, which is amazing. Uh, it is Black History Month, which brings up a lot of different things. And especially this year, it's been a lot of a lot of stuff um, this year. Uh, it's also my dad's passing day this month. Um, uh, it's a lot. Okay. Look, <laughs> and, and you're just here talking to us. Do you know, do you know what Sarah Jane? That is exactly the point. Um, mm. I always tell my people and my audiences, I drink my own Kool-Aid. Okay. I, the reason why I can talk so freely, no notes about the things that I do, the outcome I deliver to people, how I change people's lives is because it runs in my blood and it's my DNA. And the thing about having an emotion-filled time of year, which we all have, so you have to be able to articulate and dive deep into your meaningful outcome. It is the way you get through the emotion. It's the way you resolve the grief. It's the way you layer joy on top of it. It's the way you bust through frustration. The conversations with myself this month have been very internal, very um, respectful of every single emotion I'm having. Drink my own Kool-Aid. I've done my own processes. I've done my own exercises, the things I teach, I use. And when I do that, and I want this is why I'm sharing it, is because when you do that work, what happens is your creativity blossoms. You see new ways to do things. You see new ways to make solutions for your life. And that's what's happened. So even amongst it all, and that's why I got to say yes to this interview in this month, because I know that by speaking my truth and my meaningful outcome, more comes. I heal, I heal others, and it all works in a lovely, beautiful circle. 
So, mm. yeah, thorns, oh, thorns, thorns are are. I actually don't see them because I actually had to think about it. You're like, what's the thorn? Yeah. What's hard? I'm like, I don't know because I'm just. I'm just doing what I do. But then I re- I took a step back, bigger, better question. It was like, but how are you doing what you do? And that's that's how I'm doing it. You lean in. You lean in. Yeah. yeah that's good. Whew. Whew. Okay. Are you ready for some rapid fire? Oh, my fire? gosh. Okay. Let me prepare myself. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> right. The first book that comes to mind. Show up confident. Ooh. <laughs> Perfect. Um, that's, that's Michelle's book. Your <laughs> <own>. <laughs> Sorry, I was that. just reading it, just reading it oh, back. Um, a favorite song? Oh, Beyond Daft Punk. Mm, okay. Do I get to qualify my answers? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cause Daft Punk just announced that they were breaking up. But, um, one thing I do do with my advanced mentorship is I have them pick a personal anthem. Daft Punk's Beyond has been my personal anthem for 15 or however long it's been out. I don't know, 10 years. It's been my personal anthem. So always that song. Always. Oh, awesome. I can't wait to listen to it with that in mind. (laughs) Um, Something you wish people knew about you. I'm, I'm less serious than you think I am. (laughs) Hmm. Your dream day, what are you doing? Uh, oh, <laughs> I just heard it. And then and then my three kicked in and I'm going to tell my three to sit down. Um, <laughs> it would be shopping at Louis Vuitton. Oh, yeah. Well, there we go. Um, what would you get? Oh, oh, I have a I have a collection that I happen to love to expand. I would just be I would add into a collection. That's what I'd be doing. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Uh-huh. I love it. Um, final meal, what are you eating? Oh my gosh, burger, fries, gravy on the side, crinkle cut to be exact. Crinkle cut fries with gravy. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah, it's a thing. I forgot you were in Canada for a second, and then I was oh, like, yes. oh gravy. Yeah, yes. it's like a whole new world. It's a whole new world. That's what we do. Yes, we do. <laughs> It's amazing. And <laughs> your food for thought, what do you hope people will take away from today? Oh, you know so many things. Um I want I want you all to trust me and believe that no matter where you are, you are being prepared for a success you can't yet see. You can't mm-hmm. yet see it. You can't yet see it. It is it is over on the horizon. There is something there for you. And you need to walk towards it. Um, you'll need a new confidence to walk toward it. You'll need new self-assurance to walk toward it. You'll need new self-love to walk to walk toward it. Um, and I need you to start to see yourself as who you're becoming walking towards it, not who you are today. And so anything you can do that helps you to uncover who you're becoming is what I want you to do. And sometimes that involves, you know, the very first steps, which is giving yourself permission to believe that there's something inside you. That might be the first step. The next step is going, what am I here to do? What would, what would be that meaning out, you know, meaningful outcome for me to do? Then it's going to be the next step. How do I get there? Maybe you're going to need help with that. Maybe you're going to need things outside yourself that add to that ability to energize it. And I want you to give yourself permission to do whatever it takes to walk towards that success. Um, we need 
you now. We need everybody at their biggest and their brightest right now. And so that's what I'd like you to do. That's what I'm calling you to do. Gorgeous. Michelle, how can we stay in touch? Where can people find you online? Where can they get your book? Oh, there's so many. Okay, you can find me. I live on the internet at hueandstyle.com. That's H-U-E-A-N-D-S-T-Y-L-E. That's my program that I help women see themselves by dressing in a way that activates everything I've talked about today, hueandstyle.com. You'll find links to my book there. Uh, My book is Show Up Confident. Um, you can find me on Facebook at my Facebook page, Michelle Charles Gustafson. You can find me on Instagram, Michelle Charles Gustafson. I have a really long name, so just start typing. Um, it's Michelle with one L. Just start typing, okay? And um, I'll pop up. Uh, if if you if you want to find me, you will find me. I'm out there. And I always say, you know what? Not everybody is for everyone, which is completely true. Uh, but if those who are meant to find you, there's no accident why you're sitting on this podcast. That's all I'm saying. You, you're meant to hear something you're meant to hear. So that's where you can find me. I'm out there yeah. if you need me. And we'll link all of that in the show notes for you guys as well. Thank you, Michelle, so much for joining. It was just an absolute pleasure to talk with you. I am so excited that we had a chance to connect. And I love what you're doing, helping people see a little more of their light as well. And uh, we just we just need more of us to do this because the world needs us all to shine a little brighter. 100%. Thank you. <laughs> Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.